So on our trip to Daytona, I figured out that Haley can make a funny noise <laughs> <laughs> with her lips. Cause she just did it randomly, like quiet times when we were just kind of talking or nobody was talking, she would just like do it. <laughs> just like a little bubble pop. And I couldn't really do it. But and the I'm, funny thing is we've been together for six years now and I guess I've never done it around you because you were like, what? Yeah. It was like a big thing and I was like, I do this, but I guess. But now I've been like practicing, so it's like. Oh, still you still can't, can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> what you got to do is like lip, lick your bottom lips. You make sure you get some moisture and then you just kind of. Nope. <laughs> like you kind of blow out a little air as you're puckering your lips together. Anyways. <laughs> How was your week? It was a long week. Not gonna lie. Uh, we've talked about my job change with like my shift and everything, which I'm very grateful to work day shift because I could see you every day, which has been super great. Yeah. But just this particular job in general, it's not like my end game. And I'm really feeling the strain of, like, the fact that I have a job that it's not where I really want to be long term. Um, so I've been really feeling that recently. And that's kind of making my life a little bit, like, womp womp. But oh. I try to look at the positive. Like, I have a job, at least right now. And you're on day shift. And I'm on day shift. So that's a lot compared to what some people can say right now with the current situation. So... I remind myself that I need to be grateful because both of us are still able to work right now, which is really yeah. great. So, yeah, you should be grateful anyway. You should. There's always something to be grateful for. Yep. But anyway, how was your week? What did you do? What's your highlight? What did I do this week? Well, I worked. Mm-hmm. Monday through Wednesday mm-hmm. at the shop. Like, I still work during the week, or during the, those two days where I'm off, but not nearly as much. I was going to say, <laughs> I'm listening for your justification, because today you told me I literally did nothing. I did not. No, I still worked on cars. Mm-hmm. I got done what I needed to get done today. Because on those days that I'm off, I schedule things for myself, like, as long as I can get this done, or this these things done, then I'll be good. Then that's my like productivity of the day. Mm-hmm. And first thing I did was finally get my uh, AC fixed in my car, which has uh, been out for which has been what, out for like... since last year, last summer. <laughs> and the whole thing, he's like, "Oh, it's winter time. I'm just not gonna deal with it." Well, the past couple, past couple of weeks, it's been getting a little warmer. It's mm-hmm. been like almost 90 degrees. I'm like, nope, we're but not doing... But then today it was just random. Yeah, it was cold today. Like, what the heck? But all I needed was a... I figured out what it was in my expansion valve, which I don't know if you know what that is. Anyway, there's an O-ring in there, and as soon as I charged it up, you could hear it hissing out. Mm. I was like, well, crap. I got AC freon leaking, so I 
sucked it all back down because you don't want to just have <laughs> it that. Sounds like a <laughs> like a customer like free on licking. Free on licking. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. We'll put that in the title. Uh, <laughs> good idea free because we always leaking. forget after the fact. We do. It's like what do we talk about? Okay. I uh, got the expansion valve put on. I haven't charged it up yet because we don't have an AC machine. But on Monday when I take my car to work, I'll charge it up afterwards. And hopefully, keep your fingers crossed, I'll have some nice cold AC. Because sometimes I have to roll the windows down. And Just to get some non-stale air. Yeah, I mean, but it's humid out. Or it's been humid for the past couple of weeks. So it's still like uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like I'm trying. I'm trying to articulate words more that are supposed to because it's uncomfortable. Enunciate. Yes, it's not uncomfortable. Wait, uncomfortable. Yeah. As we text and say down here, it's uncomfortable. I'm uncomfy. (laughs) Uncomfortable. See, that just sounds weird, but I know that's how it's spelled. It sounds robotic. Uncomfortable. (laughs) <laughs> Beep boop. <laughs> Beep boop. Bop, boop. I am a robot. <laughs> Shout out to my favorite murderer because that's like where I got that from. Why I say that when I'm like looking for something or I'm reading something to merit, but I'm kind of like condensing down what I'm reading, and I'm like, mm, beep boop bop. <laughs> it's like, robotic. Yeah, it's like stuff. Georgia from my favorite murderer. She says that like when she's reading through her report stuff. Oh. It's like just a placeholder while she's figuring it out. And it makes me laugh every time. And I do it just like automatically now. Yeah. Things you catch on to, you know, like when you have friends and they say something and you would never say it. And now you say it. There's stuff I say now because I've been around people that say stuff. Mm -hmm. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Like yeet. (laughs) Yeah. I say yeet, but I only say that like Ironically. ironically. Don't even, don't even. Anytime anyone wants to say, I only wear that ironically. I only da- okay, but you're still doing it. So yeah, you're right. It's still funny. I think it's a funny word. <laughs> yeet. <laughs> Especially if I have to throw something, I'll I'll yell yeet as far as as hard as I can. Um, what what's something I've been saying? Like I don't know. There's a bunch, especially at work. <laughs> Or like sayings that my family said, and I grew up saying them, and you always ask me about them. I know we've talked about colder it on the podcast. than a witch's tit. What yep. does that mean? Or it's colder than a well digger's butt. It's just Nana See, saying. I get that. Go eat your checkers. I don't know what that means, but Nana said it. Don't know. Hmm. Hails bales. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, do you remember that thing I tagged you in, and you had already done it? That quiz going on Facebook yeah. of like, if you're 100 percent texting, I got 100. percent I should have screen uh, taken a screenshot, but I didn't. I think didn't about either, it. but yeah, it's. But I really did get 100. I believe you, I believe you. Everyone I've seen that's posted it has got 100. percent Some of them were actually I had to think about. I yeah, me like, too. Mm. Wish, Some of them were more obscure sayings, like ones I've never heard of. I'm like, well, it's probably this, and so I clicked on it, and I guess it was right. It's kind of random, but you know how... Oh, crap. What's the word? I was just about to say it, and then it went out of my mind. Um, 
like for for like southern sayings mm-hmm. are like every cloud has a silver lining. It's like it's not literal, but it's a. Uh, I don't want to say the word because it's not pseudonym. It's a. It's a something. I am so sorry. Everyone's yelling at me right now. They're like, it's obviously this word. But you know what I mean? Like, same. Yeah. Um, it's really random, but we had to do an activity on that in like fourth or fifth grade. And it was like a whole page <laughs> and it like had different ones and it had a line next to it and you wrote like what you thought it meant. And I'm like, that's probably why I know a lot of these. School. Hmm. Well, aren't you like in the gifted and talented? Yeah. So Shout you're, out. You're a lot smart. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the smart kids. From yeah. third to sixth grade until you go to middle school and high school, they don't do that you anymore. You know what's weird is like you and I, obviously I'm two years older than you are, but I still graduated a year. Just a year Just before one me. year before you did, mm-hmm. but you could have easily like graduated three years before me just because of your oh. your smartness level. Well, thank you. I feel, I feel like sometimes I forget because honestly through high school I didn't apply myself a whole lot um so sometimes I have to be like reminded that like I am smart because I feel very average I are smart I is kind I is smart I is important but sometimes because I feel very average like just where I'm at with like nursing school stuff compared to my other friends I don't know I think it's different when you become a teenager and an adult like, when you're a kid, I think when you're smart, it, like, really stands out, like, you know. But I wasn't, like, valedictorian or, like, top ten in my class smart. Like, there's people that I have, like, friends I have on Facebook that I knew, but I wasn't close to them. But they are, like, smart, smart. Like, engineers and craziness and, like, someone that was a grade or two younger than me, he just did his thesis and, like, is getting his master's or doctorate or something and i was like hi (laughs) (laughs) but i think it's cool like i always want to cheer on my friends i'm like that's awesome do it like get your whatever you know like you're smart man yeah like half of my friends um are doing really well like they all have like their own businesses um friend of mine has his own like roofing company now and another guy I knew had like his own asphalt company mm-hmm. made he laid asphalt down for like parking lots and stuff and then on the other end a lot of my friends still work at fast food restaurants I'm like there's like no <laughs> there's no yeah. in the middle you're either on one end or the other I know not that I'm bashing fast food workers but like everyone has their own path but it does feel kind of weird when you start to get into your career and then other people aren't like doing that yet or they're maybe that's where they want to be and so they're doing Mm -hmm. and you're like that's just really weird how we all have such different paths yeah like getting married and having kids it's either there's people that either immediately out of high school had kids and or got married or there's people that are like just now doing those things yeah like there's no one that waited one or two years it was like immediately or like just now and I've been out of high school for seven years now, this summer. Yeah. Oh, jeez Louise. <laughs> Dang. I'm old. Tear. Two more, two more years, yeah. Two more years will be my 10-year reunion. <sighs> Blows my mind. I'm like, wow, it's, I know. 
It hasn't even felt that long. I still long. feel like I'm 18 or 19. Yeah, me too. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, physically, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Mentally, I still feel like I'm like 16 or something. We were talking just today about how, like, with all the quarantine stuff oh and, like, just eating so much junk at home, we have both physically noticed ourselves getting chunkier. Not like, like me today. telling you or you telling me. You no. actually just looking in the mirror and being like, wow. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I did the same thing a couple days today, ago. I made a sandwich on mm-hmm. the grill. It's not horrible. What? That's not horrible. A sandwich. Yeah. I mean, I try not to just overindulge, but yeah, I looked down. I was like, oh my gosh, like, where did this come <laughs> when from? When your stomach's like touching the counter. You're I like, know. Oh. I was like, oh my gosh, like. I got to lose this, man, because my motivation is, you know, being a driver, race car driver, there's no fat race car drivers. You got to be fit. So I got to be, <laughs> got to slim down a little bit. Well, there's no fat ones, but there's average sized ones. Like, they're not all super cut six pack. Like, Most of them are. There's there's guys with dad bods. <laughs> Cowbush, come on. He's not chunky by any means, but he's just very normal. They still work out, though. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean that that you have to look a certain way. Yeah. There's drivers like Matt Benedetto. He does CrossFit and stuff. Oh. I'm like, oh, my gosh. How can you do that? Okay, so shout out. I doubt she listens, but Christian's mom, Pastor Sabrina, like mm-hmm. she does cross. She's like super fit and everything. She does CrossFit. And I'm just like, how? I cannot. And I'm 24. And, you know, she has a son my age. And it's like, I just... Maybe we should do CrossFit. I'm in awe of people that work out at all, but especially people that are my parents' age and or older, because I, as a 24-year-old who has no health issues, find so many excuses not to work out. And they're stupid and crap. But, like, people who are older that could easily be like, oh, well, I can't do that, but they do it. And I'm just like, man, I want to be like you when I grow up. (laughs) (sighs) For reals. I just want to be better about working out. And I have, when our weather did get nice, like earlier this week. You've been walking around. I I take my account to walk every day and or I ride my bicycle. And it's nice to just like, I don't know, the fresh air is cathartic right now. With the whole mentality of like cathartic. It's like therapeutic. Like it makes you, it helps you feel better. Oh. I like that word, cathartic. Um, I think it's because of the whole mentality of, like, quarantine, lock-in. So, like, when you're out in nature, it's like, <sighs> Yeah. I'm really not. I'm not trapped in a bunker. Like, what was that scary movie? Cloverfield Lane that we watched? Oh, hell. Oh, that was terrifying. John Goodman made, yes. uh, what's her name? The Girl Stay from Sky inside. High. Yeah. 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 It's just nice to, like, walk. But I do want to challenge myself more because I know, obviously, I can handle more than walking. I want to get a... Another bicycle. I want to ride my bicycle. I'll find one. Yeah. Bert has my other one, but it's a BMX bike. There's no gears. You need like a cruising bike. Yeah. Well, I want a mountain bike. Oh. Yeah. One you can't really sit on, you're just like standing the whole time. Or like crouching. No, it's useless in life. Well, I guess more, I won't, like you, you see the guys riding their bikes down Great House Road and yeah. 66. I think those are like road bikes those or something. Bikes. So it's like not cruising, but not mountain bike. Yeah. It's like, mm. But those are like super expensive oh, bikes. Yeah. So. Just find one on Craigslist from someone who bought it trying to get fitter 
and then ends up not using it and then sells it a few months later. Try to get fitter, just yeah. got fatter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing it down. <laughs> Did you know that Jimmy Johnson rides bicycles like every day? I can see that. Every he looks day. like a fit, attractive man. He's super fit, yeah. He's goals. Oh, I have a couple fun facts today. Fun facts. Yeah. Bring it. It's totally off subject than bicycle from bicycles. It's okay. Our whole podcast is off okay. subject. So because we just like Disney so much, it's actually a Disney World fun fact. Mm. I watched a video today about Epcot. It was like you know the the shape of it, not the ball, but the actual like outer shell is like all the random triangles and stuff. Yes. It's like geometric kind of looking. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the number of how many of those triangles there are, but they serve a purpose. It's to collect rainwater so the water doesn't just drip down the sides and gets everyone wet. Oh. It actually it actually runs. They all have like little channels where they like go in and they run down to the equator of it. And then all that water gets channeled into the big lake. Where, like, you know, where... It's very, like, the green. World. It's a very green yeah. concept. So, and it's also 160 feet in diameter, but it's 180 feet tall. Or, I'm sorry, 165 feet in diameter, but it's 180 feet tall because you know how it's, like, off the ground 15 feet? Yeah. Apparently, with those three pillars that hold it up, like... Somehow in the design, it's to keep it from making it super windy. It like, hmm. if it was apparently designed any other way, it would just be like a huge like wind suction tunnel or something like yeah. that. It was. I they, believe it because we've been to some like football fields and stuff, like the Gopher Bowl. I think that one's in Grand Prairie. Like when you walk in this, and you're you're down, so oh, the yeah. wind just catches in it. And it's like mm-hmm. crazy, but it's cool when something's built mm-hmm. very dynamically where yeah. you're standing there and you there's no wind yeah it's genius and and when was that built like i don't know look it up that sounds very ahead of its time it was that it back was, then it was it was uh the video i had actually watched was a guy from the video it was a home video it was in 1996 and it, i guess he was with his family and then he like looked over in the the other lady was like holding this giant camcorder <laughs> <laughs> like man we've gotten like, do you want to take a stab so at far. it at the year it's about when i was thinking but it's a little bit later 76 82 82 oh okay yeah i was thinking like 70s hmm. yep 82 that's interesting but yeah they built the the guy who like designed it, <clears throat> he designed like the, or not the designer, the guy that did the story, how you go and it's all the main points in history, like at least recorded history. Mm-hmm. And basically they went to like a bunch of universities in California, different universities and say, hey, if you guys can give us a list of like the major events in world history you know it's going to be for this attraction so they gave them like a bunch of them and they just 
there's back in 96 at least in the video they had 33 different scenes which there were a lot of scenes when we wrote it mm-hmm. and how the main the first part like when you get in the little car thing mm-hmm. that's like the time machine transporter thing and it sends you way back in time but yeah they, they just that was all from like research and stuff from all those universities Mm-hmm. So they designed it like that. That's cool. So I wish I knew like more details of it, but I just I thought it maybe was cool. we can try to like integrate that throughout the podcast as like fun facts, specifically Disney related, but like random fun facts too. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty neat. That's something I always like. Love is that randomly in conversation, you'll just be like, "Fun fact," and sometimes it's not necessarily <laughs> a fun fact. It's just like a tidbit of information, but it's like really dark or something like. When we were talking to your sisters and your parents and it was about your neighbor, like, I don't want to get into it and yeah. violate people's privacy, but you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like, that wasn't really a fun fact, but okay. <laughs> There's, so one time, uh, I was driving my friend Jonathan Barry to his house or we I had picked him up and we were going to go to Sonic or something from his house. I picked him up and we're driving totally quiet he goes fun fact my grandma died today i was like what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry to hear that man no. like like sometimes oh, that's, that's okay. kind of how you have to cope though just but like I humor i guess but like just, it, it was his grandma so that's how he coped so i feel like okay if that's how he needs to deal with it but like someone else saying it it'd be wrong yeah know? but it was him so i totally got where he was coming from yes but he has his own podcast now you give it's him called a Lunch out? Boys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's him and my friend Justin. Uh, he actually screamed uh, in our EP some of our songs. Um, in if you ever listen to it, it's Swag Party. The mm-hmm. the guy who's screaming is actually. If I ever listen to it, I'm your wife. Of course, I listen to you it. You don't listen to it. Yes, I'm just singing. No, I'm just saying, like, in anybody. Oh, okay. If you I was do. like, what are you talking about? But yeah, the the screamer you wanna, is actually. You want to, like, give y'all's band name for anyone who might not oh, know Oh, or do something crazy. Look us up on. Crazy with a K. Yeah, Spotify. So, yeah. Uh, he is the one screaming. And him and my friend Jonathan have their own podcast now. It's pretty entertaining. Do you know what platform or I guess Every, people can just they Google use it? Anchor. They use Anchor cool. too. Which by the way, you should use Anchor. Do you want to like segue into that? Oh yeah. We can uh we can take a quick commercial break, which is weird. Normally I put these at the front, but it's just I figured out you're gonna go. Can you wait until I pause it? You wanna tell the crowd what we're doing? Haley's gonna go potty while we go on a commercial break. Yes, BRB. <laughs> Hey, Haley. Hey. You want to talk about our sponsor for a second? Sure, Anchor FM. We love them. Yeah. Uh, The best part is it is free. You can make your own podcast. You can record. You can edit. You can do everything from your phone or your computer. And after you record and edit, all you need to do is upload it through Anchor, and they put it on all the major podcast platforms for you. So we're talking Spotify. We're talking Apple. And many more. And many more. (laughs) (laughs) And again, it's all free. So just by downloading Anchor, the app, or going to anchor.fm, 
It's an easy way to get started with podcasting, much like we did. Mm-hmm. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. No minimum. So if you're just like us and it's basically just your family, yeah, you can our, still make money. Only our moms listen. <laughs> you can still make money that way. Yep. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Yep. Uh, so download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Okay, bye. Hey, welcome back to our show that you are listening to currently. Yes, thank you. Welcome back. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> we are on 31 and that's crazy because yeah. i don't even know we're past 30 yet yeah episode 31 and like when we get to 100 i think we want to have like a special one super super special yeah or like a just we have so, a long time between now and then the plan so like yeah. it's gonna be great but i have a list of like celebrities that i want on our podcast and number one, if we can do it, is Jack Black. Like, if I can get Jack Black on here, yeah, Jack at Black. least for five minutes, I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. So I want Jack Black. I want to have Post Malone on here. Yes, Post. And that's really it. <laughs> I don't really care about anyone else. Actually, now, if I can get Joe Exotic on here, let's do it. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> so, do you want to segue into that yeah. <laughs> conversation? We just finished. I think that, and then the thing that I told you that I have content, but I didn't share with you specifically. That'll tie good after we talk about the Joe thing. So okay. It'll be a perfect little bow to wrap it up. And I do have one yeah. more thing to add. Oh, okay. Yes. You want me to do it now or talk about it after? Was this. relevant to no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess let's talk about uh, Tiger, Tiger King. King. Yeah, since you brought it up. Okay, how I got interested in watching it at all was at work. There's a guy named Mike, and he's, I think, my dad's age. And he's like, "Man, this weekend we just got done watching the Tiger King, and that's the craziest like I've ever seen." I'm like, "What the heck?" And we had it's about seen, a tiger guy. We had seen a couple memes about it, but it wasn't like at the point it is now. Yeah. We had seen something about it, but we weren't really like, you know. Yeah. And it, we each episode it. just got so crazy. Like after the next one, I'm like, wow, this is insane. I you think you know what to expect when people tell you it's crazy, blah, blah, blah. But then when you're watching it, you're like, how is this someone's life? How yeah. is this all these people's lives? <laughs> In Oklahoma, where are of all their places. parents? <sighs> yeah. So, like, I love that meme you showed me. It's like, in conclusion, white people are crazy. <laughs> white people be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and for any of those of you who can't tell by the cadence of our voices, we are white. We're white. <laughs> I picked that from, uh, remember Tim Hawkins' mm-hmm. podcast? Like, I can tell by the cadence of your voice. <laughs> but yeah, like, what was, what, what do you think was the cr- single craziest? part of the whole show that's a lot that's like a lot to if ask. you had to pick like know. the craziest thing to you just all the the amount of like i don't know okay well i'll say mine fine do that I probably know. like it's either, okay, 
spoilers for anyone who needs a spoilers warning because we're not just going to talk in general. Like, we might talk about details, so skip ahead. Um, when Travis killed himself. Oh, yeah. I did not see that coming. <clears throat> and, like, the way... They don't show you that, but... Anyways, he does, and you know that he did, and it's just like, boom, and you're like, what the heck? And I feel bad because that other guy, I don't mm-hmm. know his name, but the political campaign guy was sitting there. Yeah, like he watched it. And he was like, WTF. Yeah. And so that was like a more serious, crazy thing that like I don't want to like laugh about it or joke about it because it was horrible. And... We obviously talked about, throughout the first part of the show, like, this guy's here for the stuff. He doesn't care about this. He doesn't care about Joe or, like, the zoo or anything. Not in a bad way, but it's just, like, he was manipulated, I think. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, it was all the things that Joe gave him that made him stay. But he was unhappy, and he even said, like, Joe doesn't listen to me, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, so that was really sad. Which made me think, like, if you're in any relationship or family ship or friendship that, like, you feel trapped or you feel controlled or whatever, like, get out. Find support to get out of that situation because you may think that they're taking care of you, but all they're really doing is manipulating you by giving you stuff that you need or want, but then they have all these, like, high demands of you and, like... Yeah. You know, you're basically trading yourself for whatever, you know, like it was drugs or money or... I always think about, like, what kind of jobs did they actually do? Because that seems like so much work to upkeep a zoo. Oh, yeah. Of that magnitude. Yeah. And at least the people that they showed in the show wasn't only a handful of people. Yeah, and getting paid, what, a hundred bucks a week? That is insane to me when that came out. out. I'd be out in the first week. And then... The other crazy thing that was a little more silly, but also serious, and again, this whole talk about relationships, like toxic relationships get out, was that girl that had like left Doc Antler's, what is it, Antler? What's his name, Doc? I don't don't know. I don't remember. The crazy white dude with the ponytail, uh, that she had like left that, and she was saying how he was like monogamous, and basically when they took you on as a quote, intern... Like, you... It was a cult. You got a really crappy place to live that was, like, infested with bugs and stuff. Or you could, like, sleep with him. And, you know, they all had their own houses. And, like, he had families with each of them. And then they worked. And the it was really weird. It gave me really weird, creepy vibes. He did initially. Like, you know that meme I showed you when he starts spelling out his name? In his first introduction, he's like, it's blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I don't like this guy. Don't like him. And, uh, yeah, the more that goes on, you see him, you're like, this is some messed up crap right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It gave me the heebie-jeebies. And so that was crazy to me. And I'm glad she got out. I was like, good for her. She was, like, chopping wood in her yard oh, and taking yeah. it inside. And she had her little dog. I was like, oh. But, yeah, man, nothing is worth it. Like, if you have a choice in the matter leave i mean obviously sometimes like people are kidnapped or whatever like you know they don't have a choice in that but like yeah if you have choices get out of those types of situations because mm -mm, it's messed up it's gonna mess you up for the rest of your life like 
you know, being subjected to that kind of stuff. So that was crazy. He is just crazy in general. Every time they interviewed him, I'm like, what, what is your life? <laughs> Did yeah. I give you any inspiration yet to come up with yours? No. The whole thing's just nuts. Okay, well, what are some things that stuck out to you? What's some of your favorite parts? What characters do you like? Joe Exotic. He's my hero. <laughs> he just, like, lived the life he wanted to live. Just did whatever he wanted. But he was an Even idiot. Even if it was... He was an idiot. Yeah. He was... That's what got him in jail, is he was dumb, and no one told him no. Yeah. It's like, he needed someone to put him in check, and none of that would have happened. He would have been fine. But... He was the Tiger King, and what he yeah. said went, and ugh, crap hit the fan. Yeah. So yeah, go watch it. It's on Netflix. I Super. particularly enjoy all the backgrounds of like the people that are getting interviewed, like their background. Yeah. At their house or like whatever scene that the producers set up, it's just interesting. Yeah. Every single one of them, it's like. Why? <laughs> the the um, hitman guy, he got the most normal one, like with the trees behind him, and he's like sitting on the trailer. Mm-hmm. That was like the most normal background. Everyone else, it's like just really weird stuff. Or like the husband that was just like shirtless the whole time. Every interview, and he's got like three teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you're bored in quarantine, go watch Tiger King because it definitely has mature content. It's like no one under. Oh yeah, sixteen. If you have kids, don't watch it. Yeah, it's plus it's just a whole lot of crazy crap, and like you think you know. I thought I knew what the whole thing was going to be when people said it's like a true crime thing. I was like, okay, I love true crime, whatever. But like, you're not even through the second or third episode, and there's this whole conspiracy. A couple episodes later. Travis dies, and then a couple of episodes later, you kind of figure out the whole situation that gets Joe where he ends up. So it's like, I think it's, I thought it was going to be like one storyline with multiple facets, but no, every episode you're like on another bunny trail, right? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, well, who's this guy now? When, uh, what's his face? Jeff, like, walked on, and you're like, who's this guy? Oh, the tool bag Affliction guy? Affliction guy. Oh, yeah. my gosh. He is another, that was another crazy thing. He and his wife yeah. in Vegas, and they'd take the tiger cubs up to, like, suites and use them to get people to have relations <laughs> with them. <laughs> it's like... They would, like, sneak tiger cubs in their... In suitcases. In their suitcases and go up. Like, how do you catch that? I don't know. Yeah. And then, obviously, everyone picks out on, like, Carol Bassett. And she's pretty crazy. She's got the crazy eyes. But, like, the first time they interviewed her in the very first episode, I was like, I like her. She seemed like mild man. Because you see Joe and, like, this big, bold presence. And you see her, and she's, like, kind of sweet and everything. But then she shows, like, her house and, like, her wardrobe to the producer guy. Crazy cat lady. And I'm like, oh, crazy cat lady vibes. Hardcore. And then at the end of that one episode where, is this a spoiler? I mean, I'm sure there was. I already uh, said spoiler alert. Okay, so. spoiler alert, if you haven't left already. Um, how the guy was like, oh yeah, like her husband went missing. 
And the guy's like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, like everyone thinks she killed her husband. And then it goes to the next like, episode. What? And we're like, uh, I'm sorry. Can you go back a little bit? Like it ended right there and we're like, yeah. we have to keep watching. And that's where they get you. And her husband, like her current husband during this whole filming thing was like, I told Mary, I'm like, he is the most patient man on earth. Like in the last episode, he was singing to her and everything. I'm like, she is cuckoo bananas. And he is just so in love with her and like does whatever, you know, goes through all this Because he didn't want to get ate by a tiger. (laughs) Goes through all that legal crap with her and Joe and everything. And he's just like, well, here's all the filing cabinets of all the legal paperwork. And I'm just like, oh, this poor guy. (laughs) Yeah. What made me really sad was uh, her ex-husband or her late husband's like family, like the mom and sisters or daughters. They didn't get anything. And how they were saying how Carol basically took everything and made sure they didn't get any money when he, because he didn't die, he disappeared. So like there was a specific way that the money got dished out. And she had put out a new uh, power of attorney or something. Yeah. That said something like, in case of disappearance. And they talked to a lawyer and was like, is this normal? And he was like, like, no. "No, Absolutely not. Like, sketchy AF. Yeah. So, like, everyone on social media is like, she killed her husband. That meme that's like, you'd have to cover someone in, like, sardine oil or something. Ha, ha, ha. And everyone's like, (laughs) FBI, hello. Yeah. (laughs) I really, I think this is gonna like, with the amount of people that are watching this now, are gonna be like, hello, like, do some digging, do people. something, because there's no way her husband just went missing, like, and all that money she has, and I'm so, like, okay, you know how I believe like, to be a good person doesn't mean you have to be poor and like give away everything you have, like I believe you can still have nice things. But I'm just like, if she has this millions and millions of dollars, but like you see the video of her quote sanctuary for the tigers, I'm like, yeah, uh, Joe's place is nicer than that. Yeah. And she's like talking about cages and stuff, and I'm like, you have them you in have cages. cages. What are you? They doing? do exactly. What the are you same doing thing. that's different except for like not making a show out of it? But she still has people that come, pay admission to like go yeah. see it. So I'm like, what? What? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do the exact same thing. Yep. They breed cats. Well, she doesn't breed them. She has them where it's like she has the cats there until they die. And unlike Joe, who like breeds them and keeps adding more cats, she just takes ones from like people that buy them for pets and they can't keep them or whatever. Hmm. But I'm like, you're still keeping them here. You're not putting them back into the wild or anything, and they're still in a cage. And your cages are a lot crappier crappier than, like, Joe's. Yeah. At least his zoo, at the first part, when it was in its prime, like, it looked nice. But then, you know, they said, like, as he went downhill and, like, lost money and stuff, you can kind of tell the conditions got really yeah. crappy. And he legit ran for president, <laughs> ran for the president in 2016. And then the governor position, because he didn't get presidency, which I'm like, shocker. Yeah. But I don't know, after everything, I'm like, mm, he could have had a shot now. But no, yeah. he doesn't, because, it's spoiler a, alert, he's in jail. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy, crazy story. I definitely recommend go watching it. And you don't even really like true crime stuff. Yeah, I don't. But it fascinated you, this one did. Yeah. 
Well, because it's a, a lot of it is like conspiracy th- stuff, which yeah. I'm into. So I'm like, oh, I can get into this. So segueing into other stuff. Oh, my thing. We it's true do. crime stuff. Or your thing. What do you have? It's related to true crime. And. No, I was just going to talk about the fact that I got some nasal strips that I have to sleep with now. Okay, let's come back to that because we can talk about our alarms. We can do like a hashtag adulting segment. Okay. Okay, so I was telling Mara like right before we started recording that I had heard this piece of news that to me was new, but it's because I'm listening to this podcast. I'm listening to old episodes trying to catch up, and this is from 2018. So like when I was listening, I forgot that, and they're like... We just got heard of the press conference that they caught the Golden State Killer. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I'm like, oh, this is old. <laughs> but like, I didn't know that they caught the Golden State Killer. So whatever. But um, so I was going to ask you like how you feel about this. So basically, the Golden State Killer was active for decades. And they actually had the Golden State Killer who was up in this area doing these things. And then they had the East Area. I think East. Um, sorry, people that are going to have to fact check me. Because I listened to, I've listened to like three podcast episodes about this, but the information just goes out of my mind when I'm trying to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I try to Google it really fast, but there's a lot of information. Anyways, so there's like the Golden State Killer, and then there was a couple of other cases in different areas where they had given him another name, like the Ransacker. But they started to figure out this is all one person. Hmm. And obviously to like prove... Nowadays, we have to have, like, hardcore evidence to prove someone guilty of something. Circumstantial evidence is not enough. So, like, if you have an eyewitness account, that by itself is not enough to convict someone. You need DNA evidence. You need hardcore proof, fingerprints, something. Mm -hmm. You can't just be like, I saw him. He did it. Blah, blah, blah. But anyway, so this guy was, like, active for decades in, like, 70s, 80s, never got caught. It's been haunting a lot of, like, detectives and journalists and stuff because, like, he was just out there. So, uh, in 2018, they used DNA, but specifically familial DNA. So, like, those websites where you go to test your ancestry and, like, find, or find, like, relatives or whatever. Like, they use that... And, like, traced through family members and, like, built a DNA profile that... So, basically, the problem they had with finding this guy is they found DNA evidence at a crime scene, but they checked it through all the databases they have. So, like, when you're a known criminal, Mm -hmm. your stuff's on file, your fingerprints, your DNA. But if nothing matches that, even if they have DNA, they have to compare it to something. They can't just, like, put your DNA at a computer and it says this is... So and so. Mm-hmm. You have to be cataloged, basically. So they hit a dead end, and that's why they've never been able to caught this guy. But they had run it through something that kind of went through those ancestry things, and it found a such and such a percentage partial match. So then the more they work through the family, they basically explain if it's like an immediate family member, then the match is a lot closer. Versus if it's like a second or third cousin or whatever. So they had one that was a little further down the line and they had to work through and like reconstruct the DNA or whatever. And then, but they ended up finding this guy and he's like, he was like in his seventies and he got convicted and arrested. And Hmm. 
he did this for decades. And I won't go into details because we're not that kind of podcast. But if you look at the Golden State Killer, I mean, horrible, horrible crimes of that escalated from, like, breaking into homes to steal, breaking into homes to assault, sexually assault women, and then doing that when their husbands were there and making the husbands be there. And yeah. So, just horrible. But a lot of we're not controversy... We're podcast. Yeah. A lot of controversy came out because they're like, okay, people who sign up to do these, like, ancestry things or DNA things, like, they don't want their DNA used for this. Or they don't want their DNA, like, available to the feds, basically. Mm-hmm. But their argument was, like, there are certain... Well, they can help. Well, and there are certain companies that are, like, the bigger ones that have contracts that are, like, we do not release your stuff. But this was, like, not one of the major ones that they, they tracked it through. Hmm. It's how they explained it. But, yeah, and their, and their argument is, like, we're putting someone behind bars that has been doing horrible things for decades. And second... They never contacted or, like, involved the people they matched the DNA to. All they did was basically find information that helped them follow the trail to this guy. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So they never called the people that were like, oh, we found your DNA, and it matched this. Tell me about your relatives. It wasn't like that. They used the information to, mm. like... So I was going to see how you feel about it, because I know how you feel about, like, donating blood and, like, stuff like that. Like, having all that on file somewhere. I don't really like it. I don't want to... Uh, I'm not going to do any stuff like that. I know. That's why I was wanting to ask you how you felt about this DNA thing. To catch killers and stuff. Like, if you felt like it was... Well, in the day and age that we live in now, I'm sure it's a lot easier. With cameras everywhere. And every little device that we have has a microphone. Recording. We're yeah. being recorded constantly. I'm literally recording right now. Yeah. This information can get taken somewhere else Mm -hmm. i don't like it but you know when you click i agree when you click on your phone like i agree i accept the terms i accept and you don't read it like everyone else does you agree that all this information is going to go get taken to whoever Mm -hmm. so if i can limit that then i will and i thought it was really funny like when, back when I was like really into the conspiracy stuff, I was like, I'm not going to use Snapchat anymore because the government can take my face. I'm like, well, your driver's license has your face on it. <laughs> you and know? webcams. And your webcams. Front camera. Like, yeah. All crazy. your pictures on Facebook. It's like oh, yeah. you Google yourself and you'll see all of them. Yeah. You can't, like, you can't get rid of that. It's Another thing forever. they talked about, do you know how they got the DNA from the suspect to like compare it Hmm. how well there was some in a crime scene but a lot of times what they'll do is if they don't have enough to get a warrant like search the premises and like take a dna swab they'll get trash like from the curb because think about it we have cups and stuff that we have eaten from drank Mm -hmm. from our dna's on it and they'll like go through that and they have caught a lot of criminals that way and it's like sometimes, because we have rights, sometimes that does tie the hands of the police when they know. Like, they have the gut. Like, they, I know this is our guy, but we cannot get a warrant because they're not a probable cause. And, like, we can't really do anything. But it's like, 
he dropped a cigarette right there. That's not private. It's on the ground. Yeah. It's on the curb. So yeah. mm, they go through it and they get yeah. DNA from cigarette butts or from cups or whatever. And so I'm like, okay, well, even if you're super careful, we all have trash. Mm-hmm. So if, if they yeah. won't get you, they're going to get you. So you might as well just not do anything bad. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't dig through people's trash because I don't think that's right. But you know my little purple guitar that I have in there? Mm-hmm. That was the trash guitar. Mm-hmm. But Think bef- about if no, that trash on. guitar helped you catch Before a killer. Before I picked it up, <laughs> I went to their house and said, hey, can I have that guitar? And they were like, yeah, sure. So I took it home. <laughs> and I fixed it. So. But they were but saying, like, for the greater good of society, they're like, the alternative would be hundreds of thousands or millions of taxpayer dollars to have detectives go question hundreds of people. Take so much time. And the more people you question and investigate, that's like intruding on innocent citizens' lives mm-hmm. because of whatever. So they're like, really, what's being sacrificed for them to catch that killer? Like, again, that person who matched the DNA, was never, nothing ever happened to them, nothing was done to them. They just used the DNA profile to like go down the line to catch the guy. So I was like, hmm. personally, I'm like, I think it's great if we can solve more crimes this way, especially with cyber sleuthing, which for those of y'all who are interested in true crime, Google that. Like, that's insane. That's a new concept um, of people that just want to help and they're very inter- like technologically savvy and they can find paper trails and like catch people. Because police do not have time to go through every single suspect and lead. It's impossible. So they have these people that, like, create timelines and stuff that help the police kind of comb through stuff. So it's really interesting. Is it, like, the guy that's on that meme that's, like, the crazy guy with all The conspiracy theory guy. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that is me explaining anything to any of my friends. Yes. So anyway, I just wanted to, like, mention that because we had watched the Tiger King thing about, like, and they were talking about evidence. Like, you need to have certain evidence. And I had just heard this podcast, like, yesterday and today. I was listening to these episodes. So, hmm. yeah. I just thought it was very fascinating. I was like, well, there's another way that the feds will get you. So, yeah, like, all the true crime stuff I listen to, they always just say, like, just don't do it. No matter what you think you're going to gain from something, don't do it. You're going to get caught. It is so impossible to, f- it's next to impossible to, like, pull off the perfect crime so if you're thinking about like murdering someone or like just don't do it, don't do it. It's not worth it. You're gonna get caught, yeah. unless you're like the Zodiac, but that's very rare. Oh, Ted Cruz, yeah. The Zodiac, <laughs> what? The Zodiac killer, yeah. Yeah, Ted Cruz. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do some research on that later. Yeah, I mean it's a joke for you know. I was going to say, would he have been old enough to be that? I don't know. I just know a lot of memes were saying, like, he's the Zodiac killer. The Zodiac, and then what was the other one? The Black Dahlia. Like, those are some that have never been solved. But other than that, most in general, most people get killed. It's usually the husband or the wife or a uh, lover. So. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Oh, I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, so did you want to talk about your... Oh, my God. Exactly the same. Mm. I mean, not really, but they do look the same. I don't know. The police sketches to me are always creepy. You're like, ugh. 
I never understood that. He's like, he's tall. He's got dark hair, green eyes, whatever. It's like, that's a lot of people. How do you, how do you draw that? Yeah. I, I think it's fascinating because as a witness, you have to describe, but I'm like, I would suck at that. I hope I'm never I have to be remember. a witness because I'll be like brown hair, blue eyes. How I, you know how they'll say like approximately 200 pounds. I don't know. Shoot. Uh, like saying, approximately what, what I, height? I don't know heights either. And, tall? Anyone? And they taller have to describe you. like your eyes, your nose, your mouth. Like yeah. how do they describe that? His squiggly mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it's. I mean, we've been using that technique for a long time. Solve crimes. Interesting. Yeah. I like in the crime shows like they're fake and they're like you know they got the sketch artist and they're. Mm-hmm. I love crime shows so much. Um, okay, so do you want to talk about your nasal strips and hashtag adulting? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So Haley has found out that I snore <laughs> when I sleep. And, like, I can't help it. You can't. It's not There's your fault. Nothing I can do. Well, I'm sure there's stuff I can do about it. But... There's times where like I'll wake up, I'll wake myself up from snoring, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, and then go back to sleep. Like it just gets louder and louder, and I could tell right about when you're about to wake up, and then you're like, <laughs> and then you wake up and turn over. <laughs> <laughs> but I fall asleep really fast. Yes, I mean, instantly. So fast, it's awesome. It's I blessing. have literally been showing you stuff on my phone, and then you don't respond for a few different memes, and then I look over and you're asleep, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's happened multiple times where, because I remember you showing me like. Something about dogs mm-hmm. on Instagram. And you're like, look, oh my gosh, it's so cute. I'm like, mm-hmm, yep, yep. And then you start talking and then slowly it just drifts off. <laughs> and then I'm sure you just keep going and then you look over and you're like, oh. Every time I'm like, okay, next time I'm going to look at you between every meme. Wasn't there one time <laughs> where we were watching a movie or something and you were talking and trying to explain something and you're like, what do you think? Oh, and, I like, and then I was okay. just completely asleep okay, the whole time. So, okay, I went to CVS. Um, when was this? Wednesday? Yeah, I think Wednesday night. Or Wednesday after work. And I picked up some nasal strips. I was like, I really hope these work. And so far, they they work pretty well. Like... Remember how I was like holding your nose open? Like this is basically what it's doing. It's just opening up a bigger airway. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you can hear. Like I'm all I'm all congested and mm-hmm. it's worse like in the morning. I'm yeah. one like closed Because you've been off. sleeping all night so it all just pulls. Yeah. yeah. It's so annoying. That's the worst. But it's Especially like at least falling asleep it's helped. Waking up I'm still kind of clogged up. Well, because all that does is open your airway, but, like, stuff still settles when you lay down. Yeah. Everything, by gravity, everything just... Yeah. And I'm a side sleeper, too, so, like, it all goes to my left side. One nostril, and then you're like, okay, let me sleep on this side, even it out. Yeah. But I I remember the other night where I was laying over facing you, and then I I guess you said, can you turn the other way? (laughs) I was like, Yeah. <laughs> it felt so bad. But We're at this point in our marriage where she <laughs> makes me face the other way because I'm, I, I sleep too loud now. 
funny because my first alarm had gone off, so I was like, I have another 15 minutes of precious sleep. And you had turned over, and you were, like, right behind my ear, and it was just like... <sighs> and I was like, can you turn over, baby? And you're like... Mm-hmm. And, you <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings you later. It didn't hurt my feelings. Because I know you have to get up early, and I don't want to, you know, make you miss your... 15 minutes of sleep. For real, I get serious about it. And another thing I've noticed the past, like, month, <laughs> and you haven't done it before, <laughs> and it's an accident, I hope, but sometimes when you're, like, turning over and stuff, you're, like, whacking me in the face with your hand. I do? Yes. <laughs> and it wakes me up sometimes. Like, I'm dead asleep, and I'm, like, well, I'm, like, sort of awake because you're just, like, Psst. I've slapped you in the face before? Yeah. <laughs> Not Why like didn't a you say on, anything? Like, palm slap, but like, you know, just like your hand just kind of falling <laughs> on your arm. And I didn't like, know that. <laughs> I just kind of push it over because you're asleep. I mean, you don't even realize you're doing it. I like violently flip over. Yes. I t- <laughs> like when they say you toss and turn, I toss and turn. With like limbs just flailing out and just, yeah. yeah. Like I always think of, um, is it Bruce Almighty? Bruce Almighty, where yeah. he's like moving around <laughs> in the bed. That's how I sleep, basically. Yes. There's times where I've kicked Maki before. Yes. And then you immediately you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Don't. Yeah, it's like, come here and love me. I'm sorry. That is the worst feeling, like accidentally hurting your pet. Because they don't know. You can't explain it to them. So you're yeah. just like, I'm a horrible person. <laughs> I felt bad. but We've all done it by accident before. But yeah, I thought that was funny. I was like, I should mention that to you too because I, I had no it idea. never wakes you up or anything. And it's not hard. I mean, you're just <laughs> turning over, so it's just like kind of more shocking. Kind of like when you drop your phone on your face and you're laying in bed and you're like... Ugh. <laughs> you know, we all do yeah. that. Okay, so another hashtag adulting thing. Speaking of bed and like waking up in mornings. Um... You always harp on me for having a bunch of alarms, but then you were setting your alarm the other night, and you have to, like, on your alarm page, you have to scroll to see them. (laughs) They're not all set at the same time. They're all different, but I'm like, at least I'm not that person. I'm the person that I do have three alarms, and they're all going to be for the same morning. At one point, you had, like, ten alarms. But that's all I have. I don't have, like, these are for Sunday, these are for... Like, I set them the night before that specific thing. But you have a bunch of alarms, and that just bothers me. I have, like, three alarms for Monday through Wednesday. One at 6.40, one at 7, and one at 7.05. And then Thursday and Friday, I have two alarms, one at 7.45 and 8. And then on Saturday, I have no alarms. And then Sunday, you Sunday, I wake up at 7.30, and I have another one at 7.45, and then another one at 8. But I don't set them. I know, but that bothers me more than, like, (laughs) me having multiple, but then just, like, redoing them every time. But to me, I guess, you're more organized because you have them, like, pre-set out. You just have to remember to set them. And that's, like, that's a habit I've done is, like, I always make sure I set an alarm in the morning. You know, I check my alarms three times. I do, too. When we first get in bed, as we're laying there looking at memes, and then right before I close my eyes to go to sleep. And then sometimes, just one more time again before I (laughs) get to sleep. But that's part of what makes me feel secure is setting them the night before because I'm like, I know for sure I'm going to work tomorrow, so I need to get up at this time. There's no confusion about the day of the week. 
Just like, boom. I, I know there's a way, and I know that people can do it, but I wish I didn't have to have an alarm. My body would just naturally wake up at oh, the yeah. exact time because that I want. Because your circadian rhythm is just on point. It's just like, boom. You're, yeah. Yeah. But we, I need to we get sleep some of that in and go to sleep. We do all that like so differently every it's night. It's such a wacky sleep schedule. Like yeah. you're up at like six. Six at the latest. Yeah. Because I need to leave by 620. Yeah. And then I don't even hear you get up. You I, wake up sometimes to kiss me, but I don't think you remember because you're half asleep. I remember. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh. You didn't kiss me yesterday. The past two days I've snuck out because I know you haven't been having to get up to work. So I try to not get you up, up, you know. You can still kiss me, though. No. Okay, I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I made Merritt take a screenshot, and then I took a screenshot of our alarms to, like, hopefully maybe post on our Instagram so you can see what we're talking about. Because visually, I think mine looks a lot better. Just saying. <laughs> but I'm also one of those people that cannot have notifications outstanding, and Merritt has so many. so many. And I'm like, how do you live your life this way? It bothers me. But I think it's just part of my personality. I'm a very organized, clean type of person. And See, that's in every facet. I only facet. have 14 emails. I have none because I check them no, every actually, few hours. I have one email, but I have like eight YouTube things. and I guarantee you have at least one app that has at least 30 or more. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, I... Oh, wait. The silence is all the answer I need. <laughs> I have the Daytona app has 28, which I just don't use by a second. What about any of your game apps or planning center? Nope. You have nothing that has more than 30 apps? Nope. Th- no, no notifications? I'm just going to delete this app <laughs> to get rid of the notifications. Got to do what you got to do, man. All right. Yeah, well, is there anything else center. that we wanted to discuss or bring up? Um. Beep boop pop. <laughs> There's lots of good Tiger King memes. Maybe we say. should post them on our social media. Oh, have we talked about the motorcycle yet? Oh. Does any of your family know? Yeah. You told your mom and dad? Yep. Oh, cool. So, Haley got a motorcycle. Yeah. And I paid $10 for it. Basically, it's going to be mine. It's, it's, it's a project. Be, yeah. but no, it doesn't run. It's going to be mine to ride because we want to ride motorcycles together. And I've, for a long time, I've wanted to get my motorcycle license and like ride one. But my mom is super just like nervous about that safety-wise and everything. Yeah. So while I lived at home, <clears throat> by respecting her, I did not like pursue that or anything. But... And then being with you, I'm like, oh, I'm always content to just ride on yours. But going to, like, the shop more, like, the motorcycle shop, and, like, just seeing the mm-hmm. community of, like, bikers in oh, Waxhatchee, yeah. and, I don't know, it's just, I'm like, I want to be my own person. I want to ride my own motorcycle. I could be a badass, too. Yeah. So, yeah, a friend of mine hit me up a couple of days ago, or I guess this one, a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. And just well, time flies. So, he says... Actually, a while back, he had asked me if I wanted to buy this bike. And I said, well, I do, but I just can't right now. I got other stuff to worry about. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I understand. And then fast forward to maybe last week, 
he texted me. He's like, hey, I'm trying to move. If you want this bike, just come pick it up. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll be there. So I picked it. I went to his apartment, and Haley went with me, and we put it in the back of the truck. And it just kind of sat outside for a long time. So it's it definitely has some work that needs to be done to it. It's uh, it's not perfect by any means, but it looks like but for what we got, like you can't beat that because yeah. it's not just a shell. It's a decent... no. It's like ninety percent complete. Like it needs tires. It needs the carbs rebuilt. It needs the chain re- um, probably just a new chain. It needs a seat. There's there's little things, but overall, it's all there. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a 2001 Kawasaki Vulcan 500. So, perfect engine size for Haley because she's little. Yes. And when she gets on my bike, she can't hardly <laughs> tiptoe at all. But and the thing about tiptoeing is when you have to support the weight of a bike, you, yeah. you need to be able to, like, reach the ground. Yeah. So, on hers, we're going to find her a lower seat and then lower the springs a little bit on hers to make it fit. But, yeah, I'm going to... We have a little list of things that we, like, have to get onto it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to paint it whatever color she decides. Then I'll paint it that color and make it look exactly how she wants it to look. And then we can go ride together. Mm-hmm. That'll be a lot of fun. So. And I took the ad down for my motorcycle because I was like, I don't want to sell it. <laughs> yeah. Because after I found this or I got this bike, I was like, well, if I fix this one up, I'm just going to want to ride it. <laughs> yeah. Although it'll be so small for you. Oh, it's so little. Like with the horsepower compared to what you're used to. Oh, yeah. It's it's tiny. Like so we I decided it's like, and the trade-off wouldn't be worth it for what you get for your motorcycle yeah. and what we've put into it. And you really enjoy it. And so especially once I have one, it'll be another bonding activity we can do. Yeah. Like I want to go, um, I want to do a ride, probably not on these bikes, but eventually when we have like big cruiser bikes. Shoot, I don't even mind... Like a smaller bike, just it, like the seat. Having a comfortable seat is everything. Yeah. Because when we did that one, my whole lower body was just dead. Yeah. Like numb. <clears throat> yeah. But it was really cold too, so that had an impact. That's true. I would like to do a ride up to like Broken Bow. Because mm-hmm. that'd be a fun ride. But yeah. I want a bigger bike before I do that. Because my... My bike can only go about 100 miles on a tank. And that's partly how I ride it. <laughs> I just um, I just ride the crap out of it, basically. I abuse it. It's bad, but I really do. <laughs> In any form of driving, Merritt steps on it. He is not like the calm accelerator nope. person like me. Nope, I gotta punch it. Um, the other issue is how it's tuned. Um, I have such a hot tune on it. Explain. <laughs> what is hot tune? Well, I, um, I have a, um, like a controller on it. On It's like a piggyback that goes on the ECU. 
the computer. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I make bike go faster with... So you're just like channeling the power. Well, I can to... hook up a laptop to it and like tune it however I want. Like better throttle response, more fuel in this RPM range, less fuel here. But it's like all the fuel all the time, no matter what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's why it sounds like it does at idle and it sounds like it's almost about to die because it is but whenever you're like in the high rpm range it it's like a rocket Mm. but with the size of uh, engine it is it can only do so much so it's fun to get up to 60 and 70 in about maybe 80 but after 80 no, not even that. After like 75, 80 miles an hour, it's there's nothing. <laughs> like I can get around cars pretty quickly. I can pass around them, but you know, it's it's for cruising. It's not for speeding or anything. Yeah. I don't really speed much on it anymore. I try not to anyway. That's to be safe. Yeah. Like the most on the highway I'll do is 75. Mm-hmm. But I do that in a car. <laughs> So we could probably wrap it up. Okay. It's late and I'm tired. Wrappy uppy. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you, everyone. We love you. Yeah. Thanks for all the support too. Share this. Thank you. Um, if you know anyone that is interested in doing stuff like this, you know, let us know. I'll try to help them get started. I know my sisters are doing their own thing now which is kind of cool yeah and megan has one i think it's called megan's manor right i think (laughs) i'm so sorry it has alliteration yeah i think it's megan's manor and then apparently mallory is doing one too because she called me earlier she's starting one but she hasn't released anything yet so we will keep y'all updated as we are updated I'm trying to find it because I really want to give her Spotify. the proper... She, they use Anchor also, which you should use Anchor. I'm pretty sure it's called Megan's Manor. No, that's not it. Uh, yeah, Megan's Manor. Got it. Okay. It's on Spotify, <laughs> Apple, everywhere, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. Yeah. Cool. We're going to head on out like a baby. Everyone be safe and healthy. And bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Okay, bye.